Hello my friends, welcome back to The Blueprint. Andrew Lord here with you where we are unpacking the source code of success and how we can use education to scale that success. And at this point right here, I am recording this podcast on my phone because uh, Port Macquarie and the area where I live, Beechwood and Warhope and the surrounding areas, have experienced some severe flooding over the re over recent days. Uh, I am, you know, determined to keep going with, with my podcasting commitment, but right now I have no power. So uh, I've been traveling in, I have to drive right around and uh, go a few extra different roads, but I've been traveling into the library. I'm able to charge my phone there, get onto my computer and check my emails, but uh, everything is a little bit harder than normal at the moment. And uh, so I just wanted to go through and reflect on some of the the thoughts that I've been having over the last few days with regard to how you know how this plays out in terms of analyzing success um, and that is you know these moments where you know where it's a flood or it's a bushfire or something is going on pretty intently in our lives it's kind of no point talking about mindset or no point talking about a strategy even sometimes because this is game day, you know, this is the moment that we're actually training for. All the conversation about strategy, all the conversation about identity, all the conversation about mindset, uh, which has, you know, been the, the themes that I've been covering in the last few episodes in particular. It's all for this, you know, it's all for this moment. This is the time where who we are gets laid bare and uh, and put out on the table and and is out there for examination. And if you want to use the, the hero's journey metaphor, this is this is the crisis, you know, this is the time where we're going through trials and uh, the crisis strips us back to our core being, all right? Our grit, our resilience, our mental toughness, um, all of those things that we sort of talk about training, you know, when I'm talking like in last week's episode about our growth mindset, this is the time where we have to bring it. And so as I'm pondering these ideas, I'm also thinking about how am I going to, how am I going to share in a way that's useful? And I, I've come up with five principles, uh, five principles that we need to remember on game day. And so I want to go through those with you now, share those with you. And hopefully, you know, if you are going through a tough place in your life right now, it doesn't have to be a physical crisis like a flood or a bushfire, could be an emotional crisis, could be a relationship crisis, could be a, a business struggle that you're going through. Hopefully these five principles will help you in your own life. Hello and welcome to The Blueprint, lifestyle design podcast, unpacking and applying creative design principles to help you live your maximized life. And now, ready to help you design and build your ultimate awesome future, here's your host, Andrew Lord. All right, thank you so much for joining me here on The Blueprint. I want to talk today about the five principles or attitudes that we need to remember uh, in the midst of a crisis. And I'm going to go through those with you right now. All right, first one is to get rid of excuses. So as I said before, um, as I'm recording this, uh, my power is out, don't have electricity, uh, for a few days there we didn't have running water. Uh, Sophia and I have been going through some tough times as well, um, 
you know, we have had some struggles in our, our relationship and I could be going through all the reasons why I shouldn't be doing a podcast this week. I could be going through all the reasons why uh, I could just, you know, quit and, and uh, decide to, to walk away in, in our relationship. But the first attitude that we need to make sure that we have got is to get rid of all the excuses, okay? We need to stop thinking about the reasons why this won't work and start to think of the reasons why this will work. I think part of that is uh, being grateful, is remembering to, to have your gratitudes in place. But like I said before, I don't want this episode to be <clears throat> something where I, I talk about the, the strategies that you do to prepare yourself for the crisis moment. I'm talking about the strategies that we need right now. We need in the crisis moment. And so I guess the, that first step is to just get rid of excuses. Stop talking about the reasons why this won't work. The second one is, and it, it kind of flows out of that first one, is we need to set a goal on something that we can change. We need to determine what success looks like in that area that we want um, to have uh, changed, but we need to make sure that we're focusing on an area where we have control or influence. It's no good if I set my goal or to get the power back on right now because I have no control or influence over that. It's no good if I set my goal to improve the weather. No good if I set my goal to change the way that other people are responding to me. It's no good me trying to set my goal on improving my circumstances if my circumstances are tied to things that I don't have my that I don't have control over, all right, like a, a rental agreement or, you know, there are obviously things that we can do, that we can take action that change our experience, all right, um, but we don't want to set a goal and pour all our energy into an area where we're going to have minimal impact. We want to set our goal onto something that we know that we can change. So, for example, uh, I in my relationship, I want to set a goal on being the best person that I can be, you know, being happy, being respectful, uh, being kind, not being critical. They are areas that uh, I can work on uh, for myself and I have complete control and influence over those areas. I have complete control and influence on whether I decide to sit down and make notes and get ready for a podcast. Uh, to decide whether I'm going to make the decision to take a week off and just um, just quit for a week, uh, which would be totally you know fine. And uh, I'm not saying that there's never a time for that either. But by setting a goal to show up anyway, by setting a goal to maintain my consistent record with podcasting, um, I have made a determination on an area that I have control and influence on, and I'm you know, going to find a way to make it happen. All right, number three is do the little things well. Do the little things well in sports, in business, in relationships, even in emergencies, even in any situation that you can think of, mastering the fundamentals is a really important thing to do. So I uh, saw a video of someone who has um, recently gone through you know, some really challenging times with these floods. They had lost, um, not lost, but their, their flood had come through their home. There was mud and crap everywhere that had just done, you know, damage that's in the thousands, probably tens of thousands of dollars 
But what I noticed about their family was that they were still speaking kindly to each other, you know, as they were doing the cleanup, as they were, you know, helping each other out. And I'm sure there were moments where they, you know, where they broke and they, you know, might have lost their cool a little bit in in some of those uh, situations. But just that fundamental thing of general respect for each other, I thought that that was such a powerful uh, message in, the, in that video that I saw. So speaking kindly, that's a important principle to remember in relationships. In business, consistency is, is key. You know, showing up, sharing your message consistently so that your audience, so that the people that follow you know that you're there and are reminded about what you have to offer. In sports, you know, it's obvious, you know, practicing the skills that you need and that you want to have in those pressure situations. Practicing the skills, you know, shooting the, the thousand baskets so that you know that you can make it in a pressure situation. Running laps so that you have the fitness to go the extra mile uh, when, when the game goes to extra time. Doing all these little things well and mastering the fundamentals is a really important key to surviving, not only surviving, but thriving in, uh, in the crisis moment, in the, the, the tough moments that life throws at you. And number four is helping other people. All right, look around. Always someone, there's always someone who is in a worse off position than you. Now, right now, I'm in a tough position. I've got no power. Uh, you know, we have to go out and get ice uh, each day to, to keep our food cold. We have to take cold showers or, you know, use w water that's been warmed up on the stove. There's all sorts of stuff going on for us now and every reason for us to be thinking, you know, we're in a tough spot. But if I was to take a look around, and I don't have to look very far, particularly at the moment, there are plenty of people who are in a worse off uh, position than I am. Uh, I got a friend who had to move uh, on the weekend. He had to pack a truck in flooding rains, literally flooding rains. Uh, I've got another friend who, whose you know, house has, has been flooded out. A couple of friends actually whose house have been flooded out. I've got, I know people who have had, you know, trees show up on their, their front lawn. I heard the other night the, um, there's a, a lady who has, you know, a, a six month year old baby and um, the baby has not gone and needs a particular type of allergy free baby formula and the baby has not um, eaten for a couple of days. Like these are real problems. These are big, serious problems. And I don't have to look too far to see people who have got those problems. And if I look around and I give it some thought, I can see how I can be a blessing to those people. I can see how I can help. I can reach out to lighten that load. Uh, I can go around and help someone pack um, uh, in a little bit of extra time that I've got. I can do small little things. They don't have to be huge things, but I can help other people. I've talked before on other podcasts about uh, the perceptual positions. If we're constantly thinking from a P1 perspective, our own selfish perspective, then we won't see all the different perspectives and we will miss plenty of the opportunities for happiness and for blessing that are all around us in our lives. So if we can get into that P2 perspective, if we can think and empathize with other people that are around us, we are going to expand our view. And not only is that going to create ripples of positivity around us, it's also going to expand our view and help us to understand how we 
can uh, take advantage of, of different opportunities in our own lives as well. So that's number four. In the midst of a crisis, look for ways that you can help other people. Number five, and this is a really important one, do not forget about joy. In a crisis, one of the first things to go is joy. In a crisis moment, when the chips are down, when it feels like the universe is hurling all of its forces against you, one of the first things or the easiest things to let go of is joy. And, you know, it can be, it can be fun. And I know that it may not seem that way for you right now if you're going through uh, a difficulty, uh, but there are, you know, t ways that this can be fun. The other night with our power out, you know, we all sat around with some headlamps and some candles and we played uh, a board game. And it, we'd just come back from holidays, so the, the, the board game was easy to find. But it was like we had extended our holiday. We didn't have the TV on. We didn't have any devices on. We didn't have, um, you know, work emails coming through. We were able to just focus on um, the fun aspect of being together as a family. And so to see challenge as excitement instead of fear, you know, what could this be? Uh, I've seen in this particular flood challenge, I've got um, a couple of friends and it's really interesting to see the different ways that they respond in the crisis. I've got one guy, the guy who I mentioned who was moving, he was talking about how he was thriving on, on the, the challenge of having to do the move. And that's just a really good attitude, you know, being able to stay upbeat and see this as an excitement and a challenge instead of a threat. I've also seen people who, you know, as soon as the rain started to fall, they were, you know, uh, doomsday prophets. They were telling us all how bad it was going to be. And I, I think some of them would be kind of vindicated, feeling kind of vindicated right now because uh, it was bad and they would be there saying, I told you so. But the just because you predict something being bad and you're and you're right doesn't actually help you to live your maximized life. In fact, in the long run, it will limit you. But if you're predicting stuff that's going to go wrong, then sooner or later you are going to be right. That's that's statistically a fact. But if you're always scanning for those negative things, then you're actually blocking out a lot of the positive stuff that's going on around you as well. So don't forget about joy. Joy is your strength. There's a great quote from the Bible. It says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And, um, you know, it's, I know that from personal experience. I know that when I feel flat and down and I'm feeling emotionally tired and struggling, I know that I don't have the energy to show up in the way that I need to for my clients and show up in, in the way that I need to for this podcast and all those things that I have to bring my best self for. If I have lost my joy, then it makes it really, really, really difficult. So that's principle number five. Don't forget about joy. So there you have it. There's my five principles for thriving and bringing your best on game day in a crisis. The first is showing up with the right attitude. Get rid of excuses. All right. The second is, and it flows from that, set your goals on things that you have control or influence on, something that you can change. 
Number three is to master the fundamentals. Make sure you are doing the little things well. Number four is look around and see how you can help other people. There are always people who are doing it tougher than you. Look around and see if you can help them. It will lift your horizons of possibility. And number five is don't forget about joy. Now, as I do mindset training, I'm always talking about uh, ways that we can improve our joy levels. But in the midst of a crisis, don't let it all go loosely. Okay, make sure you hang on to it. So there's my five things to remember in a crisis. What I'm going to do for you is I'm going to create a free downloadable poster, something that you can print up and have uh, in your office or somewhere handy that you can pull it out when uh, things are, are looking tough. You might even want to uh, stick it in the back of your journal uh, so that you can turn to it if you're feeling under pressure. If you would like to get your free copy of that, go to blueprintlifeacademy.com.au forward slash crisis poster. This is your Blueprint Emergency Response Kit. I would love for you to have this uh, as, as a part of your toolkit. It'll have all the five things that I've just been through, getting rid of excuses, make sure you keep your attitude right, setting your goal on something that you can change, mastering the fundamentals, doing the little things well, looking around and seeing how that you can help other people, and don't forget about joy. If you'd like to get your own copy of that poster, please go to blueprintlifeacademy.com.au forward slash crisis poster. Thanks so much for tuning in again to The Blueprint. I really hope that I can get this out to you in a timely uh, fashion, despite the obstacles that are, that are going on right now. I'm also going to put a button below wherever you're listening to this episode, where if you feel to, there is no pressure to do this, but if you feel to, you can donate uh, to Blueprint Life Coaching, who are going to be passing on 100% of those funds to people who have been uh, severely impacted by the floods. People who have, um, you know, lost furniture, lost parts of their home, lost animals. If you would like to contribute to that, there's a button on the blog. Please, if you feel to do that, uh, give to those people who are in a difficult situation right now and could really do with some support. All right. Thank you so much once again for tuning in. That's all from me for today. Bye for now.